Hello and welcome to Carnivore and More. And yes, I've been on a bit of a hiatus, but I'm excited to come back and talk about something I'm really interested in. So this week's and more, please introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Ali White. I am a fitness, movement, running, strength, mobility, yoga, meditation, and nutrition coach professionally. Personally, I love to enjoy running, hiking. I encourage healthy food. I enjoy good healthy food, I should say. Uh, new sports for me this summer are boating and fishing. Thank you, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Learning new things, right? Yeah, exactly. I currently work full-time with the military okay. as a fitness and nutrition specialist. Which is awesome. Community, yeah, I love the community. We do a lot of nutrition and exercise courses, fitness classes, weight management classes, stuff like that. I am a solo, soul, is it soul or solo? I'll call it solo. Solo owner of Endurance Life Coaching. I help okay. people like you yep. <laughs> get fit and stronger mentally and physically. Now, we should mention that through the wonderful <laughs> invention of the internet, anybody can mm -hmm. work with you online. Yeah, I do offer online training i'm working on some online courses currently that will be available to anyone who wants to purchase them nice, mm -hmm. nice. i do want to give a special shout out right now to my dogs okay Louie, pad and trigger they're both chesapeake bay retrievers they've been getting me through the summer with no hugs with their endless cuddles <laughs> They're, awesome. they're actually here right now. They're under the table. So if we hear them, we know what's going on. <laughs> you know what's going on. It's a dog crossing the street <laughs> <laughs> or a squirrel up a tree. That's excellent. Um, so I want everybody to know that recently um, I actually started working with Allie because I do have like, you know, the, what I feel eating right for my body and the weight loss was going great, but I really didn't. Since moving back to Maine a year ago, I really didn't have uh, any type of workout regimen or routine going on. Um, actually, let's rewind for a second. So I think we should tell people how I met you. Because this is not your first time on the podcast. No, I think we met, I don't know, when was that? So was that last fall? Uh, yeah, yeah, last yeah, fall. it's been a while. It has. Um, so... I wanted to do a podcast with our mutual friend, Chris, Chris about movement. Um, and unbeknownst to me, she invited you because obviously you have that background. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, one, one afternoon you just show up. <laughs> unannounced. Uh, just unannounced. Um, a ball. Fashionably late. Yes. You were a ball no, of fire. Mm -hmm. Um, and one of the things that came out of the podcast that several people have actually commented on um, was that you told me to eat bread. Uh, and a lot, a lot of people thought that was hilarious. Um, so from that point on, we just, we kept talking. Like I would ask you questions about like health and fitness stuff. Um, and then one day you were like, hey, I'm offering this online. And you didn't specifically come to me, but I was like, hmm, that's something I need. So I decided to sign up with you and start training. And then life happened and I got hurt really bad. <laughs> I think it was like you had said it earlier. Mm -hmm. I think I started offering it back in like November, December. Yeah. And 
like our schedules didn't match up and then you were procrastinating. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah. <laughs> and giving me excuses. So I was yep. like, okay, I'll just give them the space. They'll come back because yep. they always do yep. or, or they don't, but some of most of them do. So Jason came back yep. and then the pandemic started and I got pretty sick. Yes. And it could have been COVID. Not really sure, but I pulled out of it. I'm healthy now. Yep. Uh, and then our schedules finally lined up, like March, April. Yep. And then you got hurt. Yep. And now you can take over again. <laughs> yeah. So I I got hurt. You, and... you missed that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I missed <laughs> the procrastination. All yes. Uh, it I. Yeah, I don't call it procrastination. My mind was focused elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, understandable. So lots of other things going on, yeah. lively events. Um, but then I hurt myself. Like I, mm-hmm. we got in two sessions, and then I hurt myself. Um, and it was because of years of neglect of injuries and not allowing my body to recover. Um, so I thought because I know I actually when we first met, you were dealing with some like foot injuries. Mm-hmm. I had uh, bunions this whole, yeah. I want to say, past like year and a half. And I'm, yeah. I'm finally out of it. I'm feeling a lot better now. My feet, feet are stronger. Awesome. And a lot of that was just lifetime of wearing different shoes. Like yeah. I like hiking. I, I like running. I like biking. And I'll, I like weightlifting. And I have different shoes for all of that. And some of them were the wrong shoes. And you just kind of over time, my feet were like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Here's some bunions, you old lady. Yeah. But I'm not, <laughs> not old at all. <laughs> no, no. Just so everybody knows, I think Allie's like 22. Right? <laughs> no, no, wrong. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I'll be 37 in October. But I do, I do look young and I do appreciate that compliment. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, in legitimate. I'm proud. Yeah, I'm proud of my age. You you should be. But I mean, legitimately, when you're like, yeah, I'm 36, I really did feel like I was like, no, like that doesn't make sense. So, you know, here's just a kind of a pitch for eating right and being healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had this thought as I got injured and I'm like, Ugh, I need to recover. It just struck me. I was like, wait, Allie's been injured and had to recover, too. And I think I think it was important to talk to you about it because I think there's actually like a I think in our society people look at you like it's a bad thing to recover. Mm-hmm. Like rest, like resting is bad, or yeah, go go hard, go home. Is that the saying? <laughs> yeah, go hard or go home. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think one of my uh my, I think one of my fa- my favorites personally that I used to say is pain don't hurt. Um, and then a few months back, I, I finally, everything kind of just built up together and got hurt and it was time to stop and recover. Mm-hmm. So, so I wanted to talk. No pain, no gain. Oh yeah. I hate that one. No pain, no, <laughs> no gain. No, I hate that. Yeah. Hey, let, let me detach my bicep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really wanted to get to you and, and again, <laughs> It's a scheduling thing for both of us. Um, we finally kind of synced in, but I wanted to, to talk to you about recovery because, I mean, essentially, you're you're a professional in recovery, and I think you have a different and better perspective than, like, you know, going to your urgent care doctor where they're like, yeah, take these pills and put ice on it. <laughs> um, so I guess I want to start with 
what to you is recovery? So as far as recovery, from my perspective, as a professional, there are components. So the components would include stretching, mobility, mm -hmm. there's strength and mobility for injury prevention, nutrition yep. for fueling, refueling, sleep. Sleep's like priority number one, because if you're tired and you're doing all those other things, you're you're not going to perform well, right? Right. In any department. So recovery from training from races, hiking, a run, your strength workouts. You could take that as an example. Mm -hmm. Recovery would include stretching, foam rolling, eating right. So questions you might ask yourself, am I properly fueled prior to my workout? So that's just as important as your recovery. So anything prior to, right? So if you're thinking about your workout, like, did you eat before? Like, are you going to have the energy? So when I say, Jason, you should eat some bread, yeah. bread's like the number one carbohydrate to fuel you, especially for your brain, right? Brain power. Like, how are you going to keep your yourself awake and alert? Like, you need to fuel yourself. So proper fueling, hydration will both assist you in recovering more efficiently. Yeah. So you're not feeling like poop, right? Right. <laughs> so what can I do throughout my day, my week? Questions you would ask yourself. What could you do throughout your day, your week to make your runs, your biking, your cycling, your hiking more productive? Mm -hmm. How? What can you do to make yourself feel better? Right. Right. And I mean, I, I, I'll. you're kind of nailing everything on the head because I mean, I think, I mean, just in the first two sessions I did with you, it kind of was weird because it was like stretching before and after working out. You're like, this is new. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, the mentality that I was taught and grew up with, like you go and you lift weights, you lift heavy and stretching is not involved. Yeah, go hard, go home. And unfortunately, like that, that's, that's in our society and yeah. not everyone is educated properly on, on working out. And that's why there's fitness professionals like myself out there to help you like be educated on that. And I'm so happy. I had the coaches I had, the peers, the mentors I have that have taught me to like teach others. And I'm very proud of that to share that with everyone. I'm happy that I'm able to share it with you yeah. and coach and coach you. Yeah. And I'm sorry that you got hurt, but we, we know it was from like years of <laughs> neglect and not doing it properly. And yep. from, from this point forward, we know in your regimen that you're, you're in physical therapy. And then when you get to the point where, where it's okay to do the things that we can do for strength and mobility, you'll, you'll be able to move forward and, build yourself strong and lean and not have those problems in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, which is, which is crazy. Cause my, my physical therapist now is like, Hey, instead of strength training, like I, th and he, he asked like what I knew about your background in training. Um, and his, his, his recommendation is before you go back to strength training, have, your coach and that's what he calls you and i was like Allie, because it was it was weird to call you coach <laughs> um like i'm not ready <laughs> yeah and, and he he's recommending that i actually 
that I work with you to learn how to run first before going mm-hmm. into strength training. Absolutely. Because um, he, he said, based on my feet, he can tell that I was never running properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. So for you, when it comes to recovery, I guess my, my next question is, what is the number one thing that you see people lack to good recovery if you could wave a magic wand and be like i'm gonna fix this one thing where would you go so the number one thing when i look at recovery that most people are missing (laughs) is food when i look at the structure of recovery i look at it like a plate of food okay so do i have my gasoline in my engine Mm -hmm. my engine meaning my body to run thoroughly Am I eating enough calories for my macronutrients? Another big word for you. Yep. <laughs> macronutrients include your healthy fats, carbohydrates, grains, proteins. Yep. So question again, am I eating enough calories for my macronutrients, my carbs, my fats, my proteins, my grains throughout the day to stay ready for today's workout? Mm-hmm. So most people I see in, in my community and, and a lot of people in my private coaching, I also see they're, they're not eating if okay. enough or not, not at all. Unfortunately, um, even some who are high at risk, like say they have diabetes or, or some other illness that they're, they're not eating the right things and, and they know better. They know what they need. And unfortunately I see it over and over and over again. And then in society you see, Oh, lose, <laughs> lose weight. Um, lose weight in six days you lose 20 pounds it's just like silly contest and it's just it, it hurts as like a nutrition and, and fitness professional because it's not healthy it's right. not the right way to educate our society who is mainly <laughs> obese or following these bad diets or trends it's it's not healthy right it's so, just it's so sad <laughs> it hurts me inside so when you talk about eating, and, it, and I, I actually think this is a four-letter word, it, it, it's not your diet. It should be the way you're eating, right? Like, is diet? Yeah, I don't, I don't refer to it as diet. So right. when I talk about food, especially with, with a client, yep. I call it an eating routine. Because okay. you say diet, and it's like, oh, do I need a diet app? Yeah. <laughs> like, how do, how do I track that? <laughs> so, so, yeah. Okay. Well, I was just going to say, so, so food wise, um, and I, you know, you and I, and it's fine, you know, we can, you can have different opinions and still be friends. Um, you know, obviously everybody on this podcast knows that I eat dirty carnivore. Um, so when you're, when you're fueling, like, uh, so for example, like I see on Instagram all the time, like you're taking these epic heights, Hikes, not heights, hikes um, with you and the dogs and stuff. Um, so I, I think something that I was missing out on, you actually eat for the whole week knowing you're going to hike like on a Friday or something. Mm-hmm. Or hydration also. So eating like carbo loading is a thing. So if I know I'm going to be hiking yep. <laughs> like a 10, 12 mile hike on a on Saturday, yep. I know that I need to take in extra carbohydrates and healthy fats throughout the week. So I'm able to burn from them and have that sustained fuel on my hike so I can actually perform and again, not 
not feel like poop, not, not drain myself of my energy. Okay. So when you say carbo loading, so I, I remember, <laughs> and I do have, I have a few years on you. Like I remember. That's good. You're learning. I, yeah, I am. <laughs> um, so I remember back in the eighties, they'd always talk about like marathon runners eating like a spaghetti dinner the night before. Um, but it sounds like to me, you look at like a, a much bigger time frame. So is the, is the conventional like eat carbs the night before not the way to go? That, that's an old school way of looking at it for sure. Okay. Um, if you were to look at it from like a running perspective, I'm mm-hmm. also like a, a marathon runner, ultra runner also. And when I'm preparing for like a training run or, or the big event, mm-hmm. like definitely same approach as like the big hike on the weekend, just get the carbs <laughs> in the system get the healthy fats in the system and mm-hmm. like make sure I'm recovering too throughout the week for, for this. So I'm getting enough sleep. I'm hydrating. I'll, I'll be ready for the, the big event. Okay. That'd be the training event or the, the race or what do you want? Whatever you want to call it. Okay. Okay. Some people don't like calling it a race. So I'm like, eh. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> iffy of a word. You're like, eh, it can't yeah. be a race. Maybe it's just a training run, even if it is a big trail event. Okay. Now, have have you done anything like an endurance run, like one of those hundred milers or anything like that, or? Not quite yet. This past year, with with my bunion injury, I got a little behind on my running goals. Okay. But in 2016, I did run my first 50k, which was pretty cool. It's ended up being about like 31 miles ish, and I remember at the end, I was feeling pretty good, and I was just like, "Oh, that's it." <laughs> and I already had like in my mind, I'm like, okay, my next thing's 50 miles and then I'll build from there and see, see how I feel. Like if it felt good, okay, maybe I do train for longer, but I do remember that feeling. I was like, oh, like there's more in me, but I guess it's time and it's time to eat. Right. And I walked over to, to my tent where my friends were and my husband and I just remember walking over and I was like, oh, I feel great. Like, they're all like, do you want food? I'm like, I guess so. And then I sat down and I could not get back up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my hips. I guess I'll, I have to stretch. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I, it's funny how you lead right into it. So after, funny. <laughs> so, so after like a major training event for you, and I guess I, well, I, I, definitely believe this now stretching like like how soon after you exert yourself should you be stretching when it comes to recovering your body you should be stretching right away okay now uh are you familiar with david goggins oh that sounds familiar is he a friend of yours no he is this just ex-navy seal that has Mm -hmm. a very extreme look on life um, and he, every day, every morning he wakes up, he stretches for an hour and then he stretches for an hour every night before bed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, so let's, let's say, you know, I run a marathon 26 miles. How much stretching and how soon after that run, like, should you be doing these things? So very similar to like, your workout routine. I know okay. we've only met twice, yep. but you should have a dynamic warm up. So yep. dynamic warm up is stretching with movement. 
and it can be a little bit different, a little bit similar to like your strength routine dynamic warm up, mm -hmm. as opposed to like running. So you'd be focused on those muscles. So like your hips, your glutes, you want to, you want to activate those muscle groups. So you would activate your glutes, activate your hips. You can typically, what I like to do personally is I'll, I'll warm up everything. So I feel good yep. and it helps with injury prevention, right? Yep. What we talked about. Yep. And then a mobility routine too can help out. So you'd have your dynamic warm up, which again, stretching with movement, you're holding the movement two to 15 seconds each side. So if I wanted to warm up my quads, for example, I'd pull my heel into my glute and stand on one leg, right? Hold it for two seconds and then switch sides. Maybe I do like six to 10 reps on each side and then I move into my next stretch. So dynamic warm up, maybe I have five or six movements that day. And then I go for my two mile run. And then I come back and I want to do static stretching. So static stretching is different than your dynamic warm up. So static stretching, you're holding 30 to 90 seconds. They used to say, the exercise scientists, right? They used to say just like 30 to 60 seconds and 90 seconds for like the goldens, like people who are a little bit older. But then now they're saying like, Nine, 30 to 90 seconds for everybody because it's that more massage like feeling you're you're lubricating the joints right and the joint joints love that they're, they're getting the love they need right yeah so you're holding that static stretch 30 to 90 seconds post-workout so it's that more lengthening stretch so it's more like yoga stretching right where you're just holding and you're like oh it's it over <laughs> some of those stretches might be similar to to your dynamic warm-up so maybe you do your quad stretch again but you're holding it you're not you're not moving around and, and switching sides right. right away you're you're holding right side 30 to 90 seconds then left side 30 to 90 seconds and then you're moving to your next one if that's your hamstrings your hips mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah it does it does um right so it's all about oh god and it, it, it has changed for me um especially now so Essentially, and I, I guess it's, I don't know. I actually, this is the question. When it comes to stretching and recovering your body, who's more difficult? Like when you have a client, who's the client that fights you and doesn't? Jason Lehman. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I know you did. Um, and I could. That was for Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, yeah so okay so so a so what you're saying is somebody that came up in the old school way is gonna like fight you on stretching mm, and not all the time i yeah. guess it varies sometimes it's a young man or yeah or sometimes uh, most of the ladies are pretty cooperative but like sometimes it's a young man. Sometimes it's like the older guy who just like, eh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? Why did I pay you? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, time to move on. Yeah. No, I've, I've never thought. <laughs> you want to be strong. Yeah. No, I've never thought that. Like, why am mm -hmm. I giving her money? Um... <laughs> <laughs> I've been told that. I've been told, oh, I hate you. Da, da, da. And they're like, I'm like, really? They're like, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So really it's, huh. So it's, 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 people with like the the mindset of like i don't need to stretch or be flexible like i just want to lift heavy stuff mm -hmm. okay 
yeah. yeah, I'm guilty of that. Um, <laughs> you know, and you knew your answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just hoping maybe you were like, well, I have this one person, and it, you know, was gonna yeah. Be... It really varies. It's yeah. it's not a, usually everyone's pretty cooperative, but you do run into that that pesky fellow here and there who's just like, yeah, I don't want to do this. It's like, okay, you're gonna get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't keep up a good routine. Okay. Now, mm -hmm. now this, this, this is a tough question because I don't know if you've ever done it. Um, so a lot of injuries that I've seen recently come from a certain type of uh, gym. I don't know if you're familiar with these types of gyms. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I think you're going to talk about CrossFit. Yeah, I don't think we can even call it that anymore, right? Mm -hmm. I think the name's changed. I'm not really sure. I haven't followed up on it uh, recently, but I know there was something going on. Yeah, no, I I didn't follow up on it either. So, so we'll just use CrossFit because neither of us know what it changed to. Um, I've seen a ton of injuries come out of there, and I've seen a ton of like PT people and and trainers and stuff like just you know. I guess I'd call it damnation against CrossFit. Like I've constantly from multiple sources, I've heard CrossFit is really good at training you to hurt yourself. Mm -hmm. is, so what's going on there? Cause to me, it's like, Hey, they're exercising, lifting weights. There's cardio involved. Da, 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 da. Why are they getting hurt and not recovering? So it is a different, method of working out and I don't completely agree or, or disagree with their methods. I do know a few CrossFit coaches personally and my thought around it honestly is there are good coaches. There are okay. good CrossFit coaches out there who do know how to program design a good workout to keep you safe and they know how to watch you in an efficient manner but then again, there's coaches just like in any gym. So just not picking on like one or the other, but there's also coaches in CrossFit who don't know what they're doing. Perhaps maybe they're not trained or maybe they're new or maybe they learned in an old school method, but mm -hmm. just, just like you would see maybe in your average Joe's gym, I got that from Dodgeball. <laughs> average Joe's gym. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. So maybe you see in your average Joe's gym where there's like the good coach, maybe maybe he's been doing it for 20, 30 years, and then there's like the other coach who's brand new, just doesn't know everything yet, but they're trying their best. And maybe they're guessing and they shouldn't be. Maybe they should <laughs> what they should do is just say, Hey, I don't know. Let me let me figure it out. But just like you'd see anywhere else, there's good coaches and there's bad coaches, but you got to find the one that's right for you. And there's good program design. And unfortunately, there's poor program design. And I, I don't necessarily like going to group classes myself, but I'll teach them. Mm -hmm. And I've been to, to a few. Uh, and I want to say very few that I can name <laughs> name the whole workout down and tell you that the coach was very efficient in queuing, but the w program design was very poor and I felt unsafe. <laughs> but I knew personally as a professional that I could, I could 
modify it and do things where I did feel safe. Yeah. So there, again, there's, there's good coaches, there's bad coaches. And unfortunately, like you've probably heard before, and I know Lindsay has like dug in, <laughs> into, into your ear that there, unfortunately you see all the same injuries. <laughs> you see all the same muscle groups being, being worked on. They all have the same same strong biceps they all have the same strong like quads like it's just they're all injured in the same same areas but again that's not true all the time because again there's good coaches and there's bad coaches and then there's athletes too who who know better who they're like hey you know what (laughs) that's not safe they they find the coach that's right for them right okay so there's a different perspective too like you don't necessarily see it all the time that it's bad but it can be good in some aspects and if that's the type of workout that gets somebody moving then i advocate it all the way but again in a safe (laughs) and efficient manner with with the right coach okay Hmm. does that make sense it does make sense Um... yeah so you just gotta kind of have like a perspective on it and just kind of be happy with other people's choices as <laughs> as we've learned in our life yeah uh, they know what's best for them <laughs> we hope right yeah we, we truly do so something else you touched on and i i will freely admit i'm still really bad about this um you talked about sleep so i and i always an open book um another famous quote of mine is i'll get plenty of sleep when i'm dead um my dad says that yeah i think that's a cringe uh, i'm like no you need sleep now dad yeah when's your dad's birthday september 13th okay so apparently so he doesn't qualify but apparently i've been told because i'm a sagittarius (laughs) that's cute that's one of my qualities is that i don't sleep um i think he sleeps enough (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i mean what damage are you doing to recovery let's say i mean i don't know let's say you get four hours and that's all you can get and you're doing that for like two or three weeks straight like what damage are you doing to yourself and also the the recovery process with a lack of sleep yeah your your brain power is like shutting down you're you're basically not able to function like some other aspects you you might feel like you don't need to eat or (laughs) Or maybe you overeat to like overcompensate. Maybe you're not hydrating enough because again, your brain power is shut down. Like you're not thinking straight. Maybe Mm. you're doing stuff that you shouldn't be doing. Again, like overeating or maybe you're doing things that are worse like drugs or drinking too much alcohol when you should should be focusing on sleeping and maybe dreaming about those things instead. Um, Not a healthy dream, but (laughs) I went there. But you just kind of like sleep super important. Like your brain power is shutting down, and it's it's just not good. Like I've seen I've seen guys come in and they just they haven't slept in 48, 52 hours because they had a long shift, and it's like, dude, <laughs> I know you couldn't help it, but maybe a power nap or like try to eat some food. Like, you know, it, it is vital, and it's sad when I see people who who oversleep. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a thing. So 
for example, say say they pulled an all-nighter all weekend. I don't see it as much anymore because I'm not in those circles as as much as I was in college. Yep. <laughs> but <laughs> you, you do see it, and it, you kind of ring back to it. You're like, oh, yeah, I remember uh, CZ used to do that, or, or Jason back in college. Yep where they just kind of like they're up all weekend and then like Monday, Tuesday, they're in the gym trying to hit it hard. And it's like, Hey, like you, you look like poop, like you need to sleep and, and hydrate and eat, eat some good food. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like yeah. sleep, sleep's important. So if you think back to those days, like think about maybe you did it. Maybe you had a friend who was, who was neglecting on their sleep. Like, it's just, you still kind of see it. I don't see it as much, but it is, it is, sleep is vital. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a, uh, a major difference between no sleep and the right amount of sleep. Um, mm -hmm. I, yeah, so they're saying now, like, eight to ten hours. Right. I think that was, like, the last study I read about sleep the past couple of months. Eight to ten hours a night is sufficient. Prior to that, I know, like, three or four years ago, it's uh, they were saying, like, like seven or 10 was fine. Yeah. Um, I had a boss once upon a time that she had slept. She claimed she slept like two or three hours a night. And then she'd come in for her shift like midday. And like, I was already halfway through my day. And I'm like, are you sure you slept only two hours? <laughs> like, it's, you look, you look okay. Like you're, but then you start talking and you're like, oh wait, yeah, your brain's not functioning. Like maybe you should like go take a power nap or like eat something. But unfortunately, like you still see it. Yeah. And it's like, and it, she was an older woman. So it's an old school method of, again, like, hey, I, I'm in it to win it. Like I'm going to be up all night and do this and that. But like, again, sleep is vital. It's so important. Okay. So, um, if I'm understanding things correctly when it comes to recovery, um, eating, you got to fuel and you're not just fueling for like that day. You're actually eating to fuel. I, I guess, I don't know. I'm picking up like you need to just fuel for life. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. uh, sleep is super important. Mm -hmm. Stretching, which... I, I think I'll be the first one to say it. Like, just do it. Like, stretching is super important. And then something that you keep really hammering home, hydration. Mm -hmm. Now, is it true when it comes to hydration? Like, I typically, like, I try to, to drink, like, always drink over 64 ounces in a day. But, you know, try to get over, like, the 72, 80 ounce mark. Is there an amount during the day you have to look for? Because I also hear other people say, oh, you know, you can drink 16 ounces of water and you're fine, <laughs> you're fine for the day. Yeah, it's such a misconception. It really depends on your body. Okay. So you want your half your weight in fluid ounces. Okay. Oh, all right. And then, again, if you're, you're preparing for a hot yoga session that night or you have a hike the next day, like drink an extra 32 ounces of, of water. Okay. All so right. each day you're drinking extra 32 ounces, say like three or four days leading up to your big hike or your big run. Okay. Your All body right. needs it. You might be peeing a lot, but <laughs> that that's okay. And there's a, there's like a chart you can check. You can just kind of keep in the back of your mind, like throughout that week or throughout each training, training week. Am I hydrated enough? Like the color of your, your urine. Yeah. So it would be like, 
lighter yellow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. Like, it's cool. It's getting, like, kind of, like, really yellow. Um, like that neon yellow. Uh, you yeah. could be dehydrated. Yeah. So maybe I'll take in, like, an extra 32 ounces at that moment. Um, just gonna maybe a chug of water bottle, you know? Yeah. And then maybe maybe it's brown. I've never had this, but... <laughs> And that's when it's scary, right? Like, yeah, that's when it's scary. Maybe you're, maybe say you're a male. This yeah. is even scarier because females are used to this. Maybe, maybe it looks like it's blood, like you're peeing. Okay, like I'm dehydrated. I need to get to like the emergency room right now because I need fluids pumped in me, or or try to try to pump yourself with some water and then maybe call the doctor because it's COVID. You want to call. You want to call first and be like, Hey, like, what should I look for? What should I do? But definitely get yourself to a physician if you're not feeling right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, I would go by like the color chart and just hydrate. Right. So just, just essentially mm -hmm. li listen to your body, I guess. Like, you know, uh, if you're feeling dizzy and off. Yeah. Definitely, like, just chug some water, get some food in you, too. Maybe you hadn't eaten enough calories. Okay. Uh, electrolytes are very vital, too, especially as an endurance athlete. You want to look into that, like, what works and what doesn't work. Just, like, like the food aspect, see what works and what doesn't work. So, a good electrolytes, Gatorade works. You can get it anywhere. Uh, mm -hmm. There's other ones out in the market um i like to experiment with different ones all the time i think right now i have the nun brand just like oh, a yeah. nun like you'd see at um a church and you at un or tailwind's another popular one there's so many of them like i've used gatorade from time to time just because it's so accessible and you can really again get it anywhere yeah electrolytes are important because you're when you're working out when you're running when you're when you're doing your strength, you're, you're sweating, right? Yep. So you want to replace that and have replace it. And the electrolytes are going to help you. And the hydration is going to help you again, kind of pick up where you left off and have more energy to keep going. Okay. So it actually sounds like recovery is not a difficult it's a thing. Um, it's a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. But, <laughs> but when you understand it, you're... Yeah you're a lot better off and you feel better when you follow the strategy too. So that's important. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so with recovery, it sounds mm -hmm. like, and I, I, I hope I'm not putting words in your mouth. You're actually, you should always be recovering. It's not like a, mm -hmm. like, all right, I, I hurt my foot. I stay off of it for a week and I'm good. Yeah. I think of it like, like a, a training. Okay mechanism a training routine it's part of your routine i fueled yep. i recovered i did my strength i did my mobility i did my yoga stretches i foam rolled yep i, I slept enough yeah. <laughs> I, hyd I hydrated <laughs> i watched my portions okay so that's super important too going back to like macronutrients yep. so your healthy fats your carbohydrates your grains your proteins we didn't really touch on that. So portion control. Right. So think healthy fats like avocado, right? Olive oil. Uh, bacon. Think the tip, the tip of your thumb, like the thumb imprint. Right. So that's like healthy fat. Yep. So think for females, four to six servings a day. Because okay. typically we're smaller than a male. Uh, male, six to eight portions a day. 
And so healthy fat tip of your thumb. Okay. And say and, you're a vegan, like a plant-based athlete, yep. you would do like eight to nine servings a day of the healthy fat. You could do more if you want. Um, but again, it's, it is fat, it's healthy fat, but too much of it, <laughs> it could be a bad thing over time. So you want to be careful with that one. Uh, carbs, grains. So if you think of your bread, right? Carbs, mm -hmm. grains, like granola, right? Yep. So tightly clenched fists. So if you clenched your fists like wicked tight, so that would be like six to eight servings a day for you. Yep. And then for Noelle, she would have four to six. Noelle's Jason's wife. So yep. she would have four to six servings. And then proteins, palm of the hand. So you think like your fishes, right? That stuff. So yeah. palm of your hand. Palm of my, how many servings mm -hmm. of the palm of my hand? Four to six. Okay. Do you see the, the flow now? Four to six. I do for, see the flow. For, for female and right. six to eight. For male. For male. Now, so it's different males versus females. Right. As, again, the sizes of our bodies on yep. average are different. And, and so and you adjust it with your activity level. So again, if you're training for something like, hey, I need a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you control. <laughs> you're in charge of it. So that's I, why it's called portion portion control. control. So <laughs> right? where does where does the bacon portion fit in there? Baking is typically not seen as a healthy fat, <laughs> but again, like I'm an advocate yeah. of of living yes. and being happy. Yes. And I do enjoy bacon from time to time. Yes. But again, like watch watch your portions. Like it's not something I'd advocate for eating every day because right. of the unhealthy aspects of it if you have too much of it it's not a good thing and it could cause it could cause heart disease it yeah. could cause blood like build up and it could be it could be bad yeah <laughs> so you just want to be careful with that yeah and also that was me proving the point that i can push your button a little bit and you're professional and you don't let me rattle you. Um, My husband was in the background going, I like baking. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. Um, so we have a bit of a, a, a time uh, set. So what is, and please give us everything. What is the best way to find you work with you, you know, follow what you're doing? Like how does the average person figure out how to follow Allie? Follow Allie. Yeah. <laughs> call, give me a call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hire you, right? Yeah. Personal assistant. Yep. So you can follow me if you have any additional questions. If mm -hmm. you'd like to chat some more, my email is White at enduranceLifeCoaching.com. Okay. I also have a website, EnduranceLifeCoaching.com. Yep. I'm also on Facebook, Allie White, A-L-I, Allie like Mohammed, right? Ali. Yep. A-L-I. White. W-H-I-T-E. Like the color. And on Instagram, Endurance Life Coaching. Yep. I usually post a lot of, I try to post a lot of educational material on nutrition, workouts, some fun pictures from adventures. Yep. Some from past adventures lately because we haven't really <laughs> gotten out there too much just to be cautious. Yeah. Uh, pictures from biking, hiking, boating, fishing, swimming with our dog. Just like fun, yeah. loving life, adventures, you know, just kind of have fun there. 
It's actually my favorite place to be on the internet. Nice. So, and I can easily say, um, <laughs> if anybody's hesitating, um, it's pretty easy to reach out to Allie and she'll answer your questions and there's no sales pitch to work with Allie. Either working with Allie is something that's up your alley or it's not. It's not. <laughs> like that. Yeah. And she doesn't <laughs> hold it against slogan. you. Yeah. Um, so I want to thank you for talking to me today. Um, Absolutely. And I want to let everybody know, I believe on my other podcast, there's a very good chance you may be a special guest on that one. Oh, that is special. Thank yeah, you. It's pretty exciting. Um, <laughs> Um, so if, uh, if anybody wants to, uh, reach out to me, talk about anything, give ideas for the show, anything like that, um, easiest place to find me is at carnivore and more on Instagram. Um, or if you want to shoot me a, uh, email, it's carnivore.more at gmail.com. Um, I am on Facebook and Twitter, but I barely use them for anything. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's the best way to, to get to me. Um, yeah, I'm on Twitter, too, and on LinkedIn, but I just kind of check in there. I post what yeah. I need to post, and then kind of I kind on. of just get off. Cause yep. I feel like a lot of like the people who interact with me are on Instagram and Facebook, but I still go on from time to time just because it's like, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's there. It's, it's good. So it's fun. to wrap up, and mm -hmm. I, I typically don't do this, how do you want to wrap this up, Allie? I guess I'll, I'll just tell everyone to be safe right now more than ever. Like, just kind of make fitness and nutrition and mental health your priority because it's needed to stay strong. Like, our communities need more positivity. And like you all are out there to help us do that and help us create that ripple effect. Stay focused on getting through this health crisis because that's what it is if, if you agree or not but that's what it is like we need you yeah i know we can't hug right now but i'm hugging each of you so <laughs> big like so big yeah that's awesome um mm -hmm. so that is it for this episode of carnivore and more again um i want to thank Allie for coming on and telling us you know how to stop being stupid <laughs> yeah um, stop yeah, just stop it. Um, mm -hmm. So again, this is Carnivore and More, and stay tuned for the next episode.